0: Hey everyone and welcome to the Darkcast. I'm your host Jonathan and this is DCI number 81. In today's episode, Brian and I get to talk to Jason Mooney of Reactor Zero uh, about their new game, Rust Bucket Rumble. It's a 2D platforming shooter multiplayer thing that uh, honestly it looks kind of like a cross between Super Smash Brothers and Team Fortress and Rock'em Sock'em Robots. So uh, it's Pretty cool. Uh, Anyway, I do apologize, the beginning of the interview may be a little awkward, hopefully it's kind of funny, unfortunately I forgot to record uh, the first time, so we ended up having to redo some things. Anyway, hope you enjoy the episode, for more information about Rust Bucket, head on over to darkstation.com, there you can see all of our previews and reviews, and of course other interviews, you can follow us on Twitter, darkstation underscore com, to see when all of that kind of content is going live, and you can always subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Also, you can send us an email at podcast at darkstation.com. Now, thank you for listening, and on with the show. Jason, thank you so much for being on the Darkcast, and uh, forgive me for having to re-record this intro, but um, I already know that you're doing well, but for interview's sake, I'm going to ask you again. How how are you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? You're not tired or anything, are you? <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm fine. That was, that oh. was just a joke for uh, ah. <laughs> four hands. <Yeah. laughs>
0: so um, you don't happen to have any... Wait, hold on. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, so thank you for being on the show, first of all. But uh, yeah, so what do you do at uh, Reactor Studio? That's that's who you work for. You guys are, are making Rust Bucket Rumble, um, but but what do you do there at Reactor? Sure. Yeah, I'm a uh, game
1: designer and a programmer over at Reactor Zero.
0: Very cool. Now you wouldn't happen to have any like industry legends over I, at Reactor?
1: I do have an industry legend. What? I work with the one and only Matt Toshlog, one of the uh, the co creator of Descent. So. It's been a real blast getting to work with him and getting to know him. He's a cool guy.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, there's a valid question that Brian had uh, that we sadly did not record. So, Brian, I'm going to ask you to re-ask that question.
2: I'm not. Instead, You're I'm not... going to give an antidote. Okay, that works uh, as well. So, <laughs> a couple, like probably like a month ago, they had the awesome games done quick. Sure. Um, and it'll lead into the comment I had. And the, there, there's, I actually sat and watched a Descent... Uh, speed run, um, oh, <laughs> and that man did things with that ship that I didn't think were possible. Um, all while like constantly spinning. So I, you know, hopefully we won't get sick playing Rumble Robots. Yep, um, nope. But if we do, at least we will know it is a good cause and it is fun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, no, a lot much less uh, nausea involved. Yeah, yeah. oh man, it's like a Rumble so. <laughs>
2: Are there homing missiles? At least we're getting ahead of ourselves, but oh, are there homing missiles? Not
3: at
1: the moment, I don't think. No. There have been mm. at different points, but uh, I think at the moment there are not any in there right now.
0: Well, given that you're a, uh, a game designer, I feel like we are talking to the right person if we wanted to, uh, uh, you know, volley to get homing missiles. It's true.
1: That is true. Into the, the
0: game, so, uh, so that's good. So, tell us a little bit about what you actually do uh, on on the game.
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm one of the, the game designers and programmers, as I said earlier. So, uh, on the game design side, think of characters for the game, abilities for the characters, and also a lot of uh, number tweaking as far as you know how hard the weapon should hit, how fast people should move, that kind of stuff. Uh, it's a multiplayer team based game, so making sure that everyone who's involved is having a good time it was real important. So,
0: so just awesome. just a, a random question um how do you come up with those numbers to begin with for how hard weapons hit do you just like randomly input a number and it's like oh that hits way too hard and then start so, playing with it from there how does that actually work
1: yeah no that's a great <laughs> question um typically what i guess what we did is you come with a kind of your vanilla character mm-hmm. um and you do kind of just throw something at the wall to an extent and you play around with it and see how it feels and you get a pretty quick feeling, real right, right away, of like, "Hey, I've been shooting you a whole bunch. It feels like you should be dead by now, but you're not." Or, you know, "Hey, you only—I I hardly even saw this guy, and then I was dead, and that felt real bad." So, mm-hmm. you, you kind of try to figure out what what pace you want for your game, and you balance your numbers around that. And then, once you have kind of that groundwork on your vanilla character, then some more interesting characters. I mean, they're all the characters are interesting, but you know, depending on. You might have something like an assassin-type character who hits harder but has less health, that kind of thing. Um, you play, you tweak things from there to try to make sure everyone feels fair and has stuff that they can do that's cool.
0: Awesome. Ooh. Now, have you worked on any games previously?
1: Um, I have not worked on any professional-level games. This is my first one, so I've been having a blast with that. Just uh, side projects here and there before that.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Uh, now, how did you actually get into the the industry? Uh, you know, to be a, a game, the much lauded title of game designer. How do you how do you get there?
1: Sure. So, um, I actually went to school for computer science, and I graduated in two thousand and eight when the economy was not doing so hot. And I got a uh, a job offer to work in the banking industry, making some loan document tracking software. And so I did that for about four years. But I know when I graduated and I had applied for game design jobs and I did not get them, I was kinda dumbfounded. I was like, What? I have my degree. That was that thing I needed. <laughs> Why would someone not want to hire me? Um and the biggest like secret to getting that position is to just make games. Like you don't you don't need to have a position to be a game designer. You just need to design games. So if you can learn how to program or know how to program. Start doing that. If you're an artist, find some programmers, team up with them. If you can't find programmers, make card games and board games because a lot of the skills you're using are very similar. It's just the technology is different. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, just start doing it. It's really, is really the best way to do it. Awesome. That's, yeah,
0: that's really good advice. Yeah,
1: there's so many totally tools out there today with like Unity is totally absolutely. Free. You know, it it or is, or... and
0: actually, I was um, I was randomly on a, a game website earlier today, and uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. It, it wasn't us; it was Games Radar, and okay. apparently, Games Radar has a deals section now. Okay, and I bought a seven part course to learn how to code Unity. That's like a five hundred dollar course for like thirty bucks today. Nice. Like I didn't even know you could do that, and now <laughs> I I own that course, and you know maybe I'll I'll learn how to do that. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah no That's tools are are everywhere and even like if you um you download GameMaker you know it comes yeah, with built-in say, tutorials. You don't know how to stuff. program just go grab GameMaker yeah, and then it's pretty cool stuff there. out there. Mm-hmm. Uh anyway that was a, a weird little tangent but um, <laughs> y- you <laughs> mentioned in the original um recording of this introduction that uh studio's pretty small. Uh how many people are actually at Reactor 0?
1: Sure. So uh we're about a six person team uh in Reactor 0 we are uh uh a subsidiary of a larger company called Quantum Signal, and there's approximately like forty to fifty people that work for Quantum Signal total. Um, and distinction being that Reactor Zero makes video games, and Quantum Signal makes a lot of uh, robotics stuff and government training simulations. Ah, so very cool. stuff that are similar to video games, but much more of a focus on realism than entertainment.
0: Sure, sure. Uh, is there ever any kind of crossover in technology between the, the two?
1: Um, there has not been too much yet, but, I mean, a lot of, like, you know, if you're doing physics programming, that's really handy in games as well as, you know, a car simulation, for example. So a lot of, a lot of the the algorithms definitely, the, your approach to one helps with the other.
0: Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Now, it's also all...
1: real nice, you know, we hire a bunch of artists or something that make really nice art. For the one, they typically are pretty good at making art for the other as well. Sure.
0: Uh, are there all goes. of you uh, located in one place or are you scattered?
1: Yeah, we're actually located in kind of an interesting building. Uh, we're in Saline, Michigan, uh, which is just south of Ann Arbor. And we are in an old schoolhouse. So there's lockers in all the hallways and there's a, a gym and a cafeteria area we don't really hang out in. And, you know, <laughs> some of the toilets are real close to the ground because they are for kindergartners originally (laughs) so it's kind of an interesting place to work in that regards
0: yeah that's that's pretty neat (laughs) yeah now how long have you guys actually been around
1: oh that's an excellent question (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't tell you as memory serves uh, how long
0: have you been there
1: I've I've been there two years uh, two and a half years myself um if I had to guess I'd say that that Reactor Zero is about six years old. Okay. Um and quantum signal is a bit older than that. So gotcha.
0: now how long have you been working on Rust Bucket?
1: I've been working on that for about nine months now.
0: Alright. Very cool.
1: Yeah. Very cool. So uh yeah, it has been real fun. <laughs> uh
0: now you mentioned that it it was a two D multiplayer uh you know uh PvP game, but what is I guess in a larger sense, what is Rust Bucket Rumble? Sure. That's a great question.
1: So uh, the, the buzz line, you know, the the keywords we got throughout is that it's a team-based 2D side-scroller combat game. Um, you get into typically a team of three-on-three, but there's some variance in the team sizes, and everybody picks a robot that they play as, and... You run around this battlefield, and you're shooting the other team, and they have health bars above their head, and as you shoot them, their health goes down. So far, pretty standard combat stuff. But when your health hits zero, you don't just die. You become stunned for a while. And then while you're stunned, the enemy team can pick you up and carry you around. And if they bring you back to their base, they throw you into this big uh, shredder machine, and they chop you up into a bunch of spare parts, and that's how you actually die. That's so, not good. Yeah, it's 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 pretty bad seeing you know your limbs and stuff flying out of this machine. Um so do they do do they recycle the parts? They do. So uh they take those parts that they are collecting and they use them to build a giant robot who's going to march across the stage and destroy your base. So it's kind of a mix of capture the flag except you're the flag and then <laughs> once you get enough of those points then it kind of becomes a payload kind of a thing where you're trying to protect this giant robot as he storms across the other side
0: now being a giant robot it seems like it wouldn't need a whole lot of protecting especially when he's built from the corpses of a lot of dead robots <laughs> it seems like he'd be pretty suspect substantial
1: he's he's uh he's pretty self-sufficient he does he does has his own his own attacks and and a whole bunch of health, um, but we wanted the the whole giant robot sequence to kind of be a new phase of gameplay instead of just a like as a, a, a essentially a cutscene. Um, so you know we we really we really thought it'd be cool that you know even if the other team got all their points and they had this big guy that you were kind of down but not out that you could rally your troops and and turn the tide of battle at that point even still. So okay. Yeah. Now not- who named the big guy? Cuz that <laughs> El Rey
2: Gigante Robot Junior is probably one of the best robot names ever.
1: <laughs> I definitely have to pass. That was our our lead artist uh Dave Firth. Um he's a big wrestling fan and so uh I like that. I like yeah. that each of the robots has kind of giant
2: a different... robot junior is <laughs> and the that... fact that it's that it's spanish it makes that even better
1: and and the is how you know he's part of a wrestling legacy it's not just correct so, yes yeah, so yeah there's <laughs> <laughs> a, a grandfather you know yep, yep. <laughs> el rey gigante robo senior you know <laughs>
0: yep so j- just a, a question if yeah. if we if we tear down el rey and Hmm. um, he becomes parts. Can we use him to build an even bigger robot? (laughs) That's
1: an excellent question. (laughs) um, The concept of of Elray turning into a bunch of parts after he's destroyed has been thrown around a whole lot. At the moment, that doesn't happen. He just kind of explodes in the background, and he's gone. (laughs) Um, If you do collect enough parts to build another giant robot for your team, he is faster and moving than the other one so and he takes less parts to make so um so you know things kind of elevate towards the climax that way and now you get more and more more frequent giant robots should you take more than one out
0: oh, okay so, yeah. so now so if if i kill your giant robot it makes it easier for me to build a robot or makes it easier for the person who had their robot destroyed
1: so the the first robot for either team takes uh, 15 points. So you get you get two points for scrapping a player. Um, there's also just some neutral scraps around the level you can pick up and bring back, and those are worth one point. Um, and so once you get 15 points, then you get your giant robot out. And if your giant robot gets taken down, your second giant robot takes 10. So if you destroyed my giant robot, then my next one would only take 10 points to get out. Okay. Gotcha. But, but your first one's still going to take 15. But hopefully, unless it's been a super one-sided match, if I've got 15 points, you've probably got like 10 or something. You're probably close. Gotcha. You can't be that far behind.
0: <laughs> now, does anybody get to control the the giant robot?
1: No, no, he does his own thing. Okay. Um, he does get a... Uh, he's pretty easily distracted. So if the enemy team's there, he'll stop, he'll stop pursuing the base and start trying to deal with them, so... It's definitely you. Definitely can't just like summon him and let him go because mm-hmm. he'll
0: he'll get a little confused. And attack the wrong stuff. <laughs> so, gotta keep him on track. Uh, now, one one thing that I noticed because there's a trailer that explains all of this quite nicely, mm-hmm. um, right. and uh, you know, it shows you it shows Clancy, um, mm-hmm. one of the robots, being killed over and over and over again uh, until he is he is made into a, a giant robot for the other team. Mm -hmm. But if, say, I'm on the team with Clancy, and Clancy dies, Mm -hmm. can I take Clancy and go use him to make my own giant robot, or is he only scrap for the other team? That's an
1: excellent question. So um, anybody can pick up the scrap that they see. And I guess one other mechanic I forgot to mention earlier, when you get stunned, you're only stunned for a certain period of time. Hmm. That's good. So the first time you get stunned, I think you're stunned for like six seconds or so. And then if, if uh, the enemy team doesn't manage to recycle you in that time, you pop back up, you're running around, you have full health, almost as good as new. Except that if you get stunned again, now you're stunned for like nine seconds or so. So each time you get stunned without getting recycled, you stay stunned for longer. Hmm. So to answer your original question, uh, your own teammates can pick you up, which A, prevents the enemy team from picking you up. They can move you closer to your side of the map, which will make them have a further trip if they do end up picking you up to bring you over there. Or your teammates can bring you all the way back to your own recycler, and that just revives you instantly. Ah, okay. So you can't you can't score points off your teammates, but there is some advantage to taking them back. Sure. Yeah. Sure.
0: Um, so, how how many uh, different characters are there currently for for the game? Yeah.
1: Sure. So. Uh, we're in close beta right now. We've got five characters in there. Uh, we're planning to launch with six and then uh hopefully the game does well, and people have a great time with it and you know perhaps you know throw some money our way in which case we will plan to just develop more content, add more characters, add more maps and stuff as time rolls on
0: Very cool now uh yeah. do the different characters kind of act like classes or are they 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 different in the terms like the the weapons that they use, all that kind of stuff or they mostly just sure. skins, What? how do the characters yes.
1: work? Um, so each character's got a few different things that make them uh, unique, uh, obviously appearance, of course. Um, but the, the, the three main things that make them unique, each one has a different kind of attack, a different special ability, and a different uh, retrieval method. So we were talking about Clancy earlier. Poor Clancy in the trailer just gets railed on a whole bunch. So his attack, he's got this uh, kind of burst machine gun that shoots these three-round bursts. His uh, special ability heals himself and allies that are around him. And then his retrieval method is real straightforward. He just picks stuff up and he runs pretty fast. Um, There's another character named Daisy who's more of a... more of an engineer type character now, now um,
2: daisy's a robot
1: in a robot it's true it's robot <laughs> <section>. so <laughs> what we really need is a third a new character down the road who's a robot in a robot in a robot yes yes just keep up to keep that going um and uh so you know in contrast uh clancy her her main attack are these kind of, like, roller bombs. It's kind of like grenade launcher, but they roll around on the ground. Um, her special ability places these turrets that shoot anything that comes close to them. And then her retrieval method, instead of actually picking stuff up, she puts this little kind of helicopter drone on the scraps, and it carries it back for her. So while Clancy kind of likes to get in and mix it up, just run up and shoot a bunch of people... Uh, Daisy's definitely more of like, hangs out in the back lines, places these turrets strategically and then uh, is able to retrieve stuff back to her base and get recycle points without having to leave where the action is. So so yeah, so each character is, is represents a different class to an extent. You know, we've got uh, Kasumi who's a ninja, so she's more of an assassin class and there's uh, I think the other public one right now is Bjorn and he's uh, a brute, so he's Real slow moving, but with a whole bunch of, of health, and he has a shield to defense and stuff like that.
0: So when you've got um, when you're carrying back a uh, you know bucket of scraps, Scrap in, sure. yeah. Um, All right, can you still shoot and everything, or how does, nope. how does okay? So it's it's kind of like yeah, traditional little... capture the flag. You have the the flag, yeah. you don't shoot.
1: Yeah, so uh you, you lose the ability to shoot and you have a a movement speed impairment. Um and that also kinda of varies from class to class. So for example, Clancy still moves pretty fast even when he's carrying. Um, but uh I think Kasumi, for example, her speed gets cut almost in half, or maybe actually literally in half. She gets cut a whole bunch. <laughs> she moves a lot slower uh when she's carrying stuff than Clancy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool
2: there's a, there's a whole meta even to carrying stuff back.
1: Yeah. So we get excited. Uh, anytime we're playing a game, if we pull off what we call an assembly line. So um, <laughs> Bjorn, who's, who's the big strong guy, he can actually throw people. Um, nice. And, and so, uh, you know, he can pick up something and throw it back to Kasumi who will pick it up. And then her special ability is the teleport. So she'll, she'll, she'll use her teleport to cover a whole bunch of ground really quickly but then Clancy's right there, and he's faster than her, so she'll hand it off to him, and he'll recycle it. And you know, someone will someone will get stunned, and they'll be like, oh, "I'm not even close to the base; I'm probably fine." And then you know, one of these assembly lines happen, and then <laughs>
0: everyone who pulled it off is all shouting like,
1: "Whoa, that was awesome!" And the guy who gets recycled <laughs> is like, "How did? No, you shouldn't have done that."
0: A scrap line. Yeah. Got nice. nice. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So um, the part of the goal of the different methods of of retrieving stuff is just that everybody's got a certain situation where they're the right person to be recycling stuff and you can feel good knowing that oh you know i was i was the right man for the job there but uh everyone's definitely capable of recycling things on their own you know you don't have to have a team effort you can just do it yourself but if you coordinate correctly then you know you get better results
0: very cool now, are are there weapons in the the battleground? Because you know, seeing a two D um, multiplayer game that has platforms and stuff on it kind mm. of makes me think of Super Smash Brothers. Just
1: yeah, a little bit. No, yeah. No. I mean, that's uh, that is a that's a fair reference. Though you know, we we designed a lot of took a lot of inspiration from a lot of our favorite games, sure. and uh, Smash Brothers is definitely one of the the leading contributors for inspiration there, Contra being another one, Team Fortress. Um, so, yeah. So as far as, like, uh, pick upable weapons and things like that, we don't have any of those in the games right now. We have a few health power-ups here and there. Um, um, we have some teleporters and, like, a jump pad and that kind of stuff. Um, at the moment, there's not any uh, pick upable weapons. Okay.
3: So,
1: yep. Yeah. I think it's when you bring up Smash Brothers, just because, at least for me, like one of the defining things about Smash Brothers is like, hey, if you take a lot of damage, you're not necessarily dead. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, oh, you get hit a whole bunch, but you haven't been knocked off the world yet, so you're just fine. And that's kind of a pretty similar mechanic in Scrapyard, like, oh, you ran out of health, but you're not dead.
2: You know? You're just like, stunned. You got to you yeah. can get back up if nobody comes to you. Exactly. Hang out, let them fight it out amongst each other. You just, I'll just heal up over here. I'm fine. Yep, everything's real fine. Fun. Don't don't look at me.
1: And sometimes you get that domino effect. of Somebody stuns someone, they pick them up, and then you know your, their teammate comes and they shoot that guy, and then their teammate comes to shoot, and you'll have just like five scrap ins sitting next to yep. each other because you know. <laughs> And then who needs an <laughs> assembly line? You're just um, kind of walking them back. It's yeah. like <laughs> 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 you guys stay over there. Yeah, the, the sixth player shows up and sees it and it's like, "What happened here? Like, everyone's just." Just stunned, like oh gosh. Six players, <laughs> just like that's all mine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Drunk with scrap. <laughs> yeah. Or it's a lamenting the, future the
1: character who uh, can only carry one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just a ton.
2: So so crazy. Yeah.
1: So so is the player count limited to, to six? Um, we found that three on three is is, is the i guess I'll, I'll, at least for me personally it's it's the size that I like the best okay um we're planning to have two different uh game modes of uh ranked matches that kind of keep track of your wins and losses and assign you a ranking um and also custom games which are more free form you have more options that you have control over and you know there's you you can pick your opponents if you were so inclined you're like oh i want to you know, I want to play a game with the t- you guys and we're going to do a 2v1. You know, like that's you can go do that in custom games. Hmm. So um the the biggest uh, team size we're supporting right now is 5v5. So anywhere from uh I think 1v1 to 5v5 with custom games. Okay. What's the biggest size you've tried? Um I think 6v6 <laughs> not, not too much. Um a lot of the levels you know, most most of the guys on the team also feel that 3v3 feels pretty, feels right. You know, it's kind of the the Goldilocks size of not too big, not too small. I and mean, a lot of the levels kind of reflect that. So if we get more people in there and, and the levels that we have right now, it gets a little cramped. There's a whole bunch of people in any given spot and any objective is, is, is really hard to actually fight over and you die a lot. <laughs> so...
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna support you on on that view, mostly because you referenced Goldilocks and there were three bears and we're talking three V three, so yeah, like so... Yeah, that's like signs in the stars and everything. You, yeah, that's, you gotta that's go with science. It. Yeah. Yeah. That, is... that was meant to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh as far as, you know you know,
1: crazy <laughs> developer answer for the biggest we've we've tried, um, Kasumi's got an ability that when she is carrying scrap, she deploys these two drones that jump around and try to distract the enemy. So, you know, <laughs> they, they they look like her, but if you shoot them, they just kind of flicker like a hologram. They don't actually take damage or anything. Okay. Um, and when I was developing that that code, you know, that the, the fact that there happens to be two clones is because there's some variable somewhere I set to number two, and I tried setting that to like five hundred. <laughs> Which, which was really funny that I'm just, like, walking on this big up level all by myself as this ninja, and I pick up this thing, all of a sudden there's 500 ninjas just walking and jumping around <laughs> the whole map. Um, That's pretty goofy. <laughs>
0: so so there, there's your answer, Brian, 500. Yes,
1: 500 yep. robots. <laughs> Done. Done. That
2: sounds better than Battlefield if we're going by straight numbers, so uh, we're in.
1: You heard it here. Let's make it rumble. Better than
0: Battlefield. 1080p. <laughs> all the p's. Uh, now there there's gonna be uh, there's there's five robots right now and there's there's gonna be six. Mm-hmm. Are those divided up between the two teams, or do you get to pick from all six of those, or you know, are three blue team, three red team? How does that work out?
1: Sure. Um. So each. Ah.
0: I'm break this. So.
1: We are planning to announce our pricing model pretty soon, so we don't have all the details locked down just okay. yet. Um, but something that I, I don't think is changing, and you know, Brimfire can come come on me if I'm speaking here, but um, is that uh, it's going to be a free-to-play game? Okay. And download it for free, and then we show you three characters and say, which one of these do you want to own? And then you pick which one of those three you want to be your character. And then you can buy each additional character a la carte if you want. And that we are planning to have a release bundle where, is... you know, uh, kind of similar to uh, the way Killer Instinct uh, came out where it's like, okay. hey, you can buy each of these characters a la carte or you can get a whole bunch of them and it's way cheaper per character, you know, that way. Right, and, and kind um, of the,
0: the cost of a, a normal game. Though, right. That way, yeah. Okay.
1: Exactly. Um and I and I really hope that I'm allowed to say that to you guys right now because it's it's said now it's on the record. So. <laughs> but um, that's that's the plan. And so as far as which ro- any robot that you that you have purchased or that you own, you can use in any map. So if you're the red team or the blue team, you, either you can be Clancy. If your teammates picked Clancy, you can still be Clancy. Okay, um, that,
2: that was actually going to be my okay, next so question. Not like, it's not like moba-ish in that way where you can only be you know one copy per team or whatever. Right. So yeah, excellent. Uh, okay.
1: Yep, no, uh, and Off talked about, you know, off, often debated thing within the team, um, but we just thought it would feel real bad, particularly with the number of characters we have in the game, if you spent your hard-earned money on, you know, Kasumi and Ninja, and then you get in the game and you can't play as her because yeah. someone's picked her. Sure. You know, we don't, we don't want it to be a race against your teammates to lock in your character first, you know. Yeah, absolutely, and you think robots,
2: you think assembly line, you know, the Clancy right. is not the only Clancy. Right.
1: Exactly. He's a, he's a product Especially, especially when he gets chopped up into tiny pieces,
2: you know, two minutes into the match, and <laughs> yeah. new one pops out. <laughs> new one pops out, and then eventually they're all turned into giant Robotniks, so, you know, it's that's, that's what happens. Yep, yep. So, so it goes. <laughs> so it goes. The eventuality. Yeah. The... <laughs> of oh, being turned Life. into a giant robot. Yeah, yeah. we, yeah, yeah. we could only be so lucky
0: yeah.
2: to go on to form something more massive and super destructive. Yeah. should be the goal of every human.
0: <laughs> I think destruction is the goal of pretty much every human. Yeah, um. yeah, yeah. Not, not giant robot destruction. That is, change, change the world for the better. That is true, that is true. Um <laughs> So, in the trailer, uh, again, going back to that, um, yeah, sure. we get two L Rays on the map at one time at the end. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it goes into a uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots match. Yep. What, what kind of happens there if we get two giant robots going? Oh, uh, you're going to have to wait and see, man. Ah! <laughs> that's, <laughs> man, come on, seriously? That's... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no I, I don't. I don't have it up too much, so I mean, more or less you see a rock and, sock and robot match. Okay. they start punching each other, and then one of them dies <laughs> um yeah yeah, so uh they they just start wailing on each other real hard and you, obviously the in, in the trailer you just see the two of them, but in in the gameplay, you're still there, you can still shoot the other guy while they're doing it, so you would want to try to back up your own teammate. Um, The other thing the giant robots do that we haven't talked about is that they'll actually eat players. Ah. Um, So if you you stun a player near a giant robot or stun a player and pick it up and then set them down near the giant robot, they have this tractor beam thing in their chest and they suck them in and then uh, they get like 500 health or 250 health. They get a bunch of health back. And so as they're fighting, you know, you, can, you, can, you have to try to figure out what's my best course of action right here. Should I be shooting the other giant robot to help my robot take them down? Should I be shooting the little robots on the enemy team to stun them and feed my giant robot? So That's,
0: Those are both really good questions. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> they're, they're both so a lot And it also kind of uh, answers my next question, which is can you build another robot? while your robot is fighting the other team's robots, Ah, and the answer is no. Okay, Yeah, um, any, if if
1: you if you carry uh, somebody back to your base while your giant robot is out, mm-hmm. it just heals them. Okay. And I don't want to say just, because it's pretty important. Sure. And, you know, and the robots come out, I think at the moment, you know, I keep throwing all these numbers, <laughs> but, you know, balance, these things could change whenever, but, um, robots come out at about a thousand health, and then they have a max HP of two thousand, so... Even if your robot is fresh out of the gate, and you recycle somebody, you still get some benefit out of that. Okay, so you can like overcharge
0: their health, kind of. Exactly, that's cool.
1: Yeah, that's 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 a cool way of putting that. I have to refer it that way in the game. (laughs) The overcharge.
3: Yay! Special thanks in the credits. The word overcharge. Or just use Remember. it and not say special thing that, that, that yeah, works That's alright That's, that's all right. it's, it's probably what will happen, that's fine <laughs> <That's, laughs> Yeah,
0: you know, every now and then I'll, I'll have a random idea, idea And I'll be like, and you can have that one for free I never expect anybody to actually Take it for free you up on But yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> the, the one time I didn't offer it up For free, and you're like Yeah, I'm going to totally use that So just <laughs> in, in retrospective <laughs> You can have that idea that Take overcharge It's, oh. Oh. it's not Thank my you. word anyway I was going to say, otherwise I'd just go pull out the source or something. <laughs> 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 you don't do that. Try it. to yeah.
1: try to prove that we'd written the word overcharge somewhere. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. This note that we threw away from six years ago. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was for it's... a different project, but it, you know, it was our property.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, does, um, does the contents that make up... Um, the robot does it change the properties of the robot at all? So ah. if he's built with all Clancy's, is he different than if he's built with all Daisy's?
1: No, it is not. Okay. He just comes out awesome. Sure. Um, we yes, uh, yeah, uh, that sounded funny. Yeah, he comes out awesome. You know, no matter what you do, you know. Um, no, we'd actually talked about that really early on in in development, and apart from, um, you know time spent on that system would be time spent not spent on, like, a, a new character or something like that. Other, th- other than that aspect of it, we didn't like the idea that your opponent's choices determines how good your robot is. Sure. So, so like, if Clancy, you know, Clancy parts, for example, made him have a, a better gun, whereas, like, I don't know, Bjorn parts would make him have more health or something. Mm-hmm you are very much dependent upon your enemy's team comp for the effectiveness of your own robot. Yes. And and we, were, we, were, we thought that. I mean, you do have some choice in the matter, right? So, like, oh, hey, they have a bunch of Clancy's and, and Bjorn's an enemy team. Let's only kill Clancy over and over. You know, like, you do have that amount element of control, but mm-hmm. that just it it didn't seem like a, a it would feel very good for players. Sure.
0: That... Well, it, it's one of those things where it's like you say the idea, and it's like, oh, yeah, that could be cool. But then as mm-hmm. you start to break it down, it's like, yeah, that's wait, nah, let's not do that. That's <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean it could be cool. You know, and and you know, me me listening to that, you know, oh, you know your effect is a robot is based on your team. That's not a silver bullet sure. to the idea either. But um Yeah, no, it would it would be really neat to see that kind of stuff, I and mean, it definitely has that kind of impact of hey, you know how we said you were using spare parts to build a giant robot? There go the parts. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you see them sticking out or something.
0: But... Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. You know. So uh, you said the game is uh, in closed beta right now. Do you guys have a, a projected release date for the game?
1: Yeah, so we're in a closed beta right now. We just got greenlit a week or so ago, which I'm nice. really exciting. Congratulations.
0: Yeah. How Thank you, am I've asked so many people this question, but like, how does that stuff even work? And do you even have any idea how the the machinations of could not tell you. um so uh,
1: I one we had a green light page <laughs> and when people came in and vote we saw you know the numbers of people voting go up and people leaving comments and most of them were really awesome cool comments some of them were very nasty you know <laughs> sure <laughs> this way, do, the way the internet works.
0: Does, does it seem um, to have any correlation of like you need so many upvotes for so many down votes to do, do you know if the down votes take away from the upvotes or how any I, I do I do not okay. know
1: um, we had there was we had a few you get kind of like a developer view into the green light page that, that other people don't have. And it would tell us things like, you know, Oh, your approval rating is this much. And the average approval rating is this much. And so we'd look at that and be like, well, that sounds good. Like, oh, okay. Above average approval. Above, you know, Oh you know, this many votes. Okay, cool. That sounds cool. You know, but, and then, and then we were greenlit, <laughs> And we said, yeah, okay. <laughs> we all celebrated and, and we start moving to the next steps. So yeah, no, it's a very it's a very mysterious process, but uh
0: it's been <laughs> it it's been
1: real handy for us being able to utilize a lot of the stuff the Steam does.
0: Sure,
1: sure. Yeah. Um no, back to the, so, yeah, the yeah Yeah, yeah. So we're planning to go into open beta uh in mid March. Okay. And then uh releasing in early spring spring, excuse me.
0: So very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Uh yeah, and uh just to to clear you of any fear that you had I was, I was looking at the website and actually on your FAQ you mentioned that the the game is going to be free to play um All right. and that it'll be a a bundle of characters that you can buy so Phew. You're good. So if nothing else, I've messed up twice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't mess up just once. (laughs) Or multiple people messed up. (laughs) I'm not the only one. Yes. Yes. (laughs) The
2: secret is to take as many people under the bus with you as possible.
0: (laughs) Well, the web developer knew.
1: (laughs) It's all his fault. Yeah. Casey gave me the go-ahead. I figured it was on the website. I might as well mention it in the podcast. <laughs> <I said. laughs> yeah. So yeah, but hey, I mean, if if uh, anybody wants to get involved in that open beta, you know, we definitely need uh, people playing the game so we can learn as much as we can before we ship it out. So sure, uh, we'll probably push something on our website, which is uh, rustbucketrumble.com. dot com. Um you can message us on twitter at RustBucketRumble, rumble and that's just the whole name of the game but without the e at the end of the of the name cuz you know that's how long names are allowed to be on twitter <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was wondering uh what what the story was behind that yeah no uh, this is we ran out of space and then we said nice. all right yeah, I, like I Rumble. I assume somebody out there had Rust Bucket Rumble with an E just because like we, we have Darkstation <laughs> underscore com because somebody has Darkstation. Oh. And it's somebody that hasn't even been on Twitter in like eight years. It's it's really sad. Yeah. But uh <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: no, it's just we hit hit the max character count and try to think of a few alternatives and we said, nah, let's just do this. So. That's us. Uh <laughs> nice. I like it. Or uh else check us out on facebook at facebook.com slash Russ Bucket rumble so, absolutely with yep so spelled correctly most of the time <laughs> Most of the time. twitter's just a special case it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's special
0: it's more memorable that sure. way sure <laughs> all right well brian I, I don't have any more questions if you want to take it away unless you have any other questions with the uh, no the end no game.
2: i'm good we could definitely we'd, we'll take it into the end game um so as we explained at the beginning we like to end with a little bit of a questionnaire Sure. Um, it's not so much about the studio as it is about you. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no wrong answers, but then there are right answers. So don't worry; you'll be judged <laughs> accordingly. So uh, answers are more right than others. Exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you don't feel you're being judged, but you are. It's okay. Okay. Uh, uh, first question: uh, Who is your favorite video game protagonist?
1: Um, I'm gonna go with character more so than protagonist, but I'm okay. a big fan of uh, Fizz in League of Legends. Okay uh he's a little fish guy he's got a trident and jumps around a lot and uh i don't know I, I i guess in game characters i tend to like the more cutesy underestimated type of characters as opposed to the big strong guys mm-hmm. so i don't know he's a, he's a cute little fish guy and he kicks all kind of butt so okay, that's <laughs>
2: that's the important part yeah <laughs> so flip it flip it the coin um, mm-hmm. who's your favorite bad character
1: mm, bad. who's your favorite antagonist um oh man. I feel like I played some game that just has this hilarious bad guy. I'm gonna say Fawful from uh Mario and Luigi. Okay. But uh Mario RPG there. I don't know, he's just he's just funny. He's those last, the la, those the RPG Colorado. games
2: and the paper Mario games are super hilarious. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're writing all so, those are just Yeah. Cool. It's t- it's some of the best they do. Yeah
2: absolutely i like that nobody's
1: given that answer before mm-hmm. so good job voice <laughs> originality that, yeah, or, yep, exactly. or no one's been wrong like i have before yeah, you know <laughs> we won't tell you till the end we'll let you, you <laughs> I, live mean, in... I mean
0: sephiroth or kefka yeah. uh... <laughs> that, those are pretty common are... Kafka <laughs> is snaps,
1: Kafka earns you double points because that's fine yeah. so there you go <laughs> Guy who tries to destroy the world and spoiler alert, like actually does and so,
2: actually does it. Pretty, which yep. is
1: pretty uh, unusual for video He Backstabs
2: right? all of the people he's working with, yep. poisons a town just because they were standing <laughs> in his way. Yeah, that, he is the the, the outside of uh, the Arkham Arkham uh, Asylum games. He is the video game equivalent of the Joker. Yeah, pure and simple. Yep. Uh, question number three. Um, is there any kind of a, a theme or trope in video games today that you'd like to see expanded upon?
1: Um, yeah, sure. So there's a a kind of a trend recently in in video games, and it's got a lot to do with the whole genre of MOBAs, um, which is really kind of selling personification, if you will. Just that, like, you know, I don't know. So, so most most of my favorite anything involves a huge cast of really diverse people coming together and doing something awesome. So, like, I'm a big fan of X-Men. You know, uh, I'll admit it here, I like Naruto a whole lot. You have all these different ninja, different abilities. Uh, MOBAs, you have all these different characters that do that are totally different. You know, in League of Legends, you'll have a little girl who throws fireballs, and you'll have a really old time age guy or, you know, a giant... Uh, Bear, polar bear thing so like just totally different ends of the spectrum and i, I really like the theme that games are got that's like the model of like hey let's have all these awesome characters you don't need to like everyone but one of them's going to be right up your alley and uh that's just really fun it, it feels real inclusive that you know no matter what kind of stuff you like there's probably at least one character in there that's going to be just for you
2: i like that mm-hmm. i like that the game itself is inclusive while the the community tends to be a little a little sour <laughs> sometimes, uh, yeah. but I yeah that's absolutely. Yeah. Uh, flipping the coin for question number four, mm-hmm. um, is there any kind of bad trend or trope that you would like to see just go away completely?
3: Um,
1: I mean it's hard it's hard for me to call something a bad trope as opposed to something that doesn't appeal to me. Um, I really like fantastical, colorful games. Um. And so, you know, a lot, I don't I'm not a big fan of super realistic games. And there's also, you know, the super realistic kind of shades of brown games out there. Um, yep. that's that's so for me, for me personally, that's the I'm wasteland motif. Of, yeah, like, oh, uh, five years after the war again. Uh, <laughs> how will society pull itself out together again? That's right.
2: <laughs> that being said, Bethesda, if you're listening, please feel free to announce Fallout 4 at your uh, little E3 conference. <laughs> Just That's want to weird. make sure that was out there.
3: <laughs> <Just like> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll put up with the shades of, of brown for... Yeah, uh, yeah, every so often it's For fine. the slow it's motion fine. people exploding <laughs> and eyeballs hitting the camera every once in a while. Yeah, so. yeah
3: you know.
2: <laughs> uh, question five. Um, you know, you, you went to college for... Um, for basically for game making you're making games right now you're living your dream um, is there any other kind of like secondary dream or any other kind of profession you'd love to try
1: um, you know when I was graduating from high school I was really torn on going which school I was going to go to um, I had been accepted to University of Michigan go blue uh, for computer science and I'd also been accepted to a a basically like a I'm going to call it show choir college, but <laughs> like uh, musical performance, theatrical, uh, musical theater-y kind of stuff. Okay. Um. So uh, musical theater, vocal performance, that kind of stuff would be the other option for me there. But for me personally... That was really
2: two divergent paths.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are really different. <laughs> um, yeah. So I have a lot of stories around there, but um, it seemed a lot more prudent perhaps to make money as a programmer and sing as a hobby than the other way around for me so but yeah no i mean i love singing i i i love doing musical theater and being up on stage and stuff so that would be uh that'd be my my other plan if that didn't work out for me that is excellent nice. that was excellent i was always more of a backstage
2: man myself i went to for a technical theater
1: oh yeah so, yeah very cool uh so like forming our technology kind of a thing or
2: uh, kind of. Uh, uh, set design and construction. Awesome. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. I like the fly rails; they were nice. <laughs> uh, sixth question. Okay, this is gonna get a little weird. Um, have you <laughs> it's ever been it? Not so like far. it has it all for. <laughs> now <laughs> it's, it's getting weird. Now it's getting weird. Uh, have you ever seen Escape from L.A.? I have not. Okay. Not really spoiling anything. Snake Pliskin played by uh, Kurt Russell, uh, at the end of that movie, comes into uh, possession of a small remote that controls a set of government satellites circling the globe um, that are set with EMP pulses that will completely wipe out all electronics. Hmm. Uh, You get a uh, message that says that that's going to happen
1: tomorrow. What game do you play tonight? (laughs) Uh, I've, uh, I've mentioned it too many times. I probably play League of Legends. I've been playing that for the past two or three years with my buddies and, you know... It's how we keep in touch. My friends from high school and stuff, so I'd probably call him up and be like, "God, we really got to play tonight." Yeah, we we really need to get together on this tonight.
0: Why? Don't I really worry about like it. We need to, to play really tonight. Need, <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> need to do it.
2: Make
1: time.
0: Make does, your time. Does somebody
1: explode in a
2: comical manner in that movie? Probably. Um, he surfs a a a, a CGI wave, um, with like a shark. <laughs> So that's okay. it. That's yeah. Something. I he's got there's there there there's a lot of uh of of noteworthy scenes. i, say, in I feel that like movie.
1: some top ten. In you
2: know, exactly movie in total it, like, if you looked at it as a whole, you would not waste your time watching the movie. It just might not be the best thing ever. <laughs> uh, but he's got a great there's a great he's kind of a gunfighter. And there's a great scene, probably like yeah, a quarter of the way into the movie where he comes into this like little like Clearing area and there are these Four dudes and they're all waiting to shoot him And they all have their hands on his guns And he kind of bends down and in the best Like kind of Kurt Russell-ish way uh, Picks up this can And he goes so how about we do this by Bangkok rules and the the four other guys Are like oh what's that and he goes I'm gonna throw This can into the air and when it hits the Ground we all shoot and they're like Alright so they're all standing there like they were old old West gunfighters their hands like right cocked Right above their hips mm-hmm. And he throws the can into the air, grabs his two pistols, and shoots all four of them. And then the can hits the ground, and he goes, shoot.
1: <laughs> Puts on sunglasses and walks Yeah, walking, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: That's that kind of joke. So. <laughs> okay. Final question. Um, at the end of our lives, when we come to the gates of the Mushroom Kingdom, and Toad <laughs> is waiting there with the Book of Our Deeds, uh, what would you like him to say to you before he lets you in?
1: It's hard to imagine him saying something other than, you know, thank you, but our princess is another castle. <laughs> I'm probably circumventing the actual question you're asking me, but like other than you know, the, the little things he squeals in Mario Kart, I think that's like just, that's what Toad says to people.
0: <laughs> there could be many other meanings behind it. He's just, that's, that's what he's gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> so like, he's trying know, to like tell in, you something you know, else. It's so it's the like, princess is like it's... the religion
1: that I've I've been pursuing it. (laughs) Castle is a different heaven. Oh, what have I been doing with my life? (laughs) Comes
2: home, takes off the toadstool hat, Mrs. Toad is there. And he's just all depressed. And he's like, I try to talk to these people and share with them the joy of life. And nobody listens. And all they do is just hand me stuff to pick up and carry. This this isn't worth it. She's like, It's okay, honey. It's fine. Everything's okay. It's
1: okay. You're important. (laughs) Yeah. Put this turnip over here now. Yeah, just put it over here. <laughs> Damn it, not you two, honey. Well, not you two.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that is his lot in life. <laughs> but that's it. That's the end. You passed. Congratulations. Woo-hoo. You I actually did, did pretty well, so, you know, you've got that going for you. All right. All right. <laughs> a scale of uh one to great. That's right. One to great. I would de- definitely great. Wow, that's, if, that's if the top for... of the scale. Yeah, it, you know. That's as but, far as
3: that
1: scale goes.
2: If... Something terrible happens, and 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 rumble and, and and the 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 Rust Bucket Rumble doesn't work out. You will be a great question answerer,
0: but, but really only those about Rust are
1: Bucket About rumble. you or what you do, right? Good. Just uh, just do interviews for the rest of my days yeah. about about Rust Bucket
2: Rumble. <laughs> Or or whatever else. I'm sure you have other other passions and interests, like you know, that like musical theater. and the Yeah, life.
1: so I could sing about Rust Bucket Rumble. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Rust Bucket Rumble, the musical. Put it on YouTube. Get like yeah. eight hits or something.
2: That's all. Be a good You day. just got to use puppets or Mormons, and you're a shoe in.
1: I don't know why you said "or" there. <laughs> I mean, you Actually, you had an awesome idea. <laughs>
2: this this is why I rated you as great. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All, right. all right jonathan take us
0: out jason thank you so much for joining us tonight hey, and uh, for me. it's been a blast glad to hear if you could just sit us out by letting our listeners know where they can go to find out more about rust bucket rumble absolutely
1: you can check us out at rustbucketrumble.com, facebook.com slash uh you can search for us on youtube or you can check us out on twitter at rustbucketrumble, rumble but without the very last d and uh, coming out on Steam, uh, hopefully in uh, spring
0: 2015. Okay. Well, thank you so much again, and good luck with the uh, the final months of uh, development and beta testing. Wish you the best. And thanks a bunch.